Hello, everyone. Welcome to Optimize Interviews Ethics Scenario. So this is the feedback session for the bad answer uh, for the scenario involving um, a colleague working beyond their contracted hours. So just to remind you all about the scenario itself, um, you're an IMT doctor, you're the registrar in the day, having just done a 12-hour shift. Uh, unfortunately, the night shift uh, registrar has not turned up, and it turns out there's a rotor gap. And the site manager asks you to work beyond your expected rotor hours. Um, because the take is very busy and we talked about how you would manage this and I think so the first thing to mention is that obviously you know when you answer any scenario um, such as this it's always important that you have a structure and I think as we talked about in previous scenarios as well you know the the spy structure is a very very good way of managing um, a difficult scenario like this so just to remind everyone spy stand for um, you know seeking information which is the s E is patient safety, uh, I is the uh, taking initiative, uh, E is how you escalate, uh, and S is how do you support your colleagues. Um, so, you know, that, that gives you a very good structure in terms of how you can answer something like this. And so the first thing to mention is, you know, how would you, um, if you were to do it systematically, I think the first thing to say, you're very, very good at the, recognizing the fact that this is a very, you know, less than ideal scenario. Um, that not having a registrar at night, and you mentioned this, is quite, you know, can be dangerous and can put patients at harm's way. So it's commendable that you've volunteered to stay and, you know, you've been very good about it. And, um, and you later on mentioned the fact that you talked to your consultant as well. It did require prompting, but you did mention that you would escalate to the consultant and obviously the site manager already knows. The purpose of, um, you know, talking to the various people involved is actually having having a doctor who's just done a 12 hour shift carrying on for another 12 hours are potentially quite dangerous, right? So, you know, as for the European Working Time Directive, that it's important that doctors work in within their um, capacity. And, you know, as humans, we all need rest and we need to look after ourselves in order not to make any bad decisions on a very busy picture. So talk to your consultant helps in that process of patient safety because get the opportunity to get your consultant to support you. Now, in terms of seeking information, one of the things I um, would like someone in, in a leadership position to do is actually just to take a step back and to try and get um, an idea of what the situation's like. So, you know, count the number of SHOs you have. Have you got more than the usual? Has the medical staffing team escalated the number of SHOs that are available knowing that you have less senior support at night um, and which of those junior doctors under your supervision how many of those team members are appropriately trained you know you may have people who are SHOs but actually they've done further training so they may have done cases and may already be working in the capacity of a registrar so you know is there someone who's competent who can take on your role is the question I'm asking the second thing is what are the other departments like how many people are waiting who, who are the sickest patients and who needs to be prioritised. So if you have a, a team that can be mobilised while you're trying to sort out this scenario, um, that would be very helpful. So you can send people to, you know, your night shift doctors to go and start clerking in patients who are potentially sick um, and need immediate attention while you focus your attention on trying to resolve this immediate issue from a management perspective too. And that way you can ask, actually get a you know, handle on the situation. 
The other thing is, you know, how much support is available within the hospital? So, you know, you might want to talk to the leadership within the hospital. So the consultant in our A&E, the registrar in A&E, um, your, your medical consultant, uh, the site manager, and see whether any solution can be, uh, you know, propped up. So, for example, the A&E team may be able to support you in their referrals and, you know, try to help you um, manage the night shift, knowing that you've done a 12-hour shift. So, so those sort of things are the ideas that I have in terms of how do you take the, how do you seek information in, in a scenario like this? Um, and the next thing is about escalation. So obviously there are different methods. Immediate escalation is phone calls and, you know, WhatsApp messages, perhaps into groups, emails to your colleagues who may be able to come and rescue you and may be able to, you know, come in and take on that night shift, even if they turn up slightly later to do the night shift, which allows you to go home and you know rest before your subsequent shift the following day. Um, and 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 the second thing is, how do you escalate this from a management perspective? You know, would you want to make sure the medical staffing team are fully informed of this? You know, methods of doing that is by emailing various people in, and copying in the relevant managers, um, so that they are all informed of this dangerous situation. Second thing is day texting, for example. You know, there are methods of escalating. Um, and the final thing, and, and I think you did this very well, you you, talk, you you highlighted the fact that actually not having a senior doctor at night is dangerous. So, and you talked about how you would talk to your consultant and actually come up with a plan. So, you know, supporting a consultant by staying behind is helpful, but also supporting your juniors um, by having a registrar on site is also helpful. Um, so I think overall, I think your answer was safe. Uh, you did talk about, you know, you you're clearly you had the right intentions. I think one of the things that we must always keep in mind are the kind of ethical principles. I think always in these scenarios, you need to highlight some of the key words. So, for example, the fact that non-maleficence is one of your key aims, while your aim is to, you know, to do good by your patients, which is beneficence. But also by staying back, you may be too tired. You know, you've just done a 12 hour shift. So you have to recognize your own limitations and what you can achieve. And so, you know, um, that is also an important thing. And I think you should clearly there may not be an answer to this scenario other than to having to stay back. But recognizing that you understand that staying behind may put your patients at harm's way is something that you would. Um, you know, that you should be aware of. And actually knowing that, you might want to, um, you know, have a, a way of sort of having a scheduled meeting with your consultant so that you safeguard your patients by, you know, getting a second opinion from someone else, for example. You know, so having safeguards help. Um, so, um, and then I think then the questions that we, we are, we talked about the ethical principles, uh, sorry, not ethical principles, the, um, the, the pillars of, clinical governance that you may, uh, you know, that come to mind when we talk about a scenario like this. So, you know, auditing, um, auditing the staffing, how many gaps, you know, there, this is a quality improvement project, if anything, that can be taken on by one of the junior doctors that can potentially transform your, your on-call rotor and for, for the benefit of everyone. Um, sometimes people do staff surveys and find out whether are you the only person in this scenario where they find themselves in difficulty like this, or are there other people? And it may be that you might want to include this into your junior doctor forums on a regular basis, you know, that happen on a regular basis so that the staff and the team can be fully aware of these scenarios. And that's also an opportunity for you to escalate it further. So things to think about, but overall, I think you did a very good job. Uh, well done.
Um, but I hope that was helpful. Thank you very much.